1: Welcome back in. Hour number two of the program here on Tuesday morning. And uh, we will take your calls at 508-996-0500. We will take your app chat messages and your open line voicemails on the WBSM app and uh, on the website and on the app. I want to point your attention to an article by Barry Richard that uh, we posted early this morning. And it's about the passing of WBSM's longtime church lady, Reverend Pam Cole. Uh, those of you who listened to WBSM for a long time, you remember Reverend Cole's Collins and shows that she hosted here. And uh, I know that uh, she, you know, when I first started here as a talk show host on my own, well, actually, when I started doing regular talk on my own, Uh, Not the Spooky South Coast show, but in 2014, I think it was, or 2012, I forget what year it was, I started working here on Saturday mornings as a talk show host, and the final 15 minutes of the 6 o'clock hour every week was church lady time. Reverend Cole would call in, and she would inform us of everything that was going on in all the local churches, and she packed everything she could into that 15 minute segment. She got as much it would be some historical information because Pam loved local history. She told me so much local history. A lot of the things that I talk about on the show that I'm trying to, you know, keep that local history alive is because it's stuff that that Pam told me about. She was great about sharing that local history and and helping to keep that alive. But she also knew everything that was happening. And, you know, it wasn't just her church. It wasn't just her denomination. She took the time to gather all the information of everything that was happening in any house of worship on the South Coast. And she would share it with the audience. And the time that she put into developing that each week and to putting that all together for something she wasn't paid for, for something that she did because that was her calling. That was... That was kind of her ministry. In addition to the actual ministering that she did, this was her other way to spread the word of God in, in, in her eyes. And we talked about it before, and she said that she's if she's going to be a messenger, then she can't be the one to decide how the message gets told. So if people want to go and hear that message in a different faith, in a different house of worship, in a different belief system, then all her job was was to let the community know about that. And she was just a very selfless person. In fact, Barry and I were talking about her uh, over the past few days and we were discussing how we really didn't know that much about her because she never made anything about her. She made it about the work that she was doing and about everybody else and about the history, as I said. And another great thing about Pam, she... Never forgot a birthday, a holiday. Even if we hadn't talked for years, and sometimes we did go years without talking. Every holiday, every birthday, I could count on getting that e-card from Reverend Pam Cole. It would be, you know, some kind of, and I'm sure she sent them out to everybody. And it was... Always like some animated, virtual card that always put a smile on my face. And just as with you know, I, I I have a hard time when somebody gives me a card, I have a hard time throwing it away. I save it, put it in a box, hold on to it, and I did the same with all of her e-card emails. So it'll be my kind of way of remembering her. Is I'll, I'll look up one of those on those holidays and find one. You know, when Thanksgiving comes, I'll look for that. Last Thanksgiving e-card from Reverend Pam Cole. And I'll watch that little animated video again. Now, that being said, Reverend Cole, I'm sure you can hear me. I have a confession to make. When you used to have your segment and for 15 minutes you called in on Saturdays, sometimes I just turned things over to you and did other things. Sometimes... I would maybe go to the restroom while she was on the air. Sometimes I might eat my breakfast. Sometimes I might go down to scramblers at the end of the plaza and pick up my breakfast while she was on the air. I know it's probably was not the most responsible thing for me to do. And I'd come back in and I'd be eating my omelet and she'd be like, you know what I mean, right? You know what I'm saying, right, Tim? And I'd be like, mm mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I think, I think she knew, I think she knew all along that there were days that I dipped out while she was on the air, but I think she was just happy to, to have the time and and spread the information. And it was, I was glad to do it because even though I don't know anything about what she was talking about, her love, her faith, her dedication was infectious. So... Reverend Pam Cole, you can read a little bit more about it and the arrangements at WBSM dot com and on the WBSM app. Five oh eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Good morning. You're on WBSM.
2: Oh, yeah, morning. Yeah, sorry to hear about her passing. He um uh I i I guess I won't tell this anecdote about uh, Larry King. He always used to talk about skipping out uh and leaving a record playing, but uh he didn't uh didn't realize that the record started skipping
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think every DJ had that happen to them at some point
2: right um, I don't know if you're keeping up with um, you know the um, in the uh, um, uh, Trump uh, uh, trial that's out in uh, well there's there's two of them there's one in Colorado and there's one in uh, Minnesota where Trump is being uh, taken off the ballot or they're proposing to take Trump off the ballot. And in the constitution, it says that the um, uh, president or it's not just in the constitution, but in the oath of office, um, they swear to preserve, protect and defend the constitution that's in the oath of office. But, uh, the, uh, um, I think it's a 14th amendment that they're using to take him off the ballot. And, uh, in it, it says support the constitution. So Trump's lawyers in both cases, he, they went to the Supreme court of, of Minnesota and to the secretary of state of Colorado claiming that the word support is not something that Trump's, uh, uh, uh swore to. So he doesn't need to support the constitution and that way he can stay on the ballot. So preserve, protect, and defend is what he swore to, but support is not something that he swore to. So yeah, it's just amazing, you know, that this guy has conned so many people for so long and now he's got the gall to actually have lawyers submit documents saying that he doesn't have to support the constitution because it didn't uh explicitly uh, have it written into the oath of office.
1: I mean I I would argue in in that case that that's just semantics that defend and support would kind of fall into the same category but I also don't think he can be removed from the ballot until he's been convicted of, of, uh, of anything related to January 6th. So until that point, I think that, you know, he, he should remain on the ballot. Then it's up to the individual, you know, uh, states if they want to pull him off the ballot. But I think that it's, you know, the, to me, it's the same thing. Support, defend. I would, I would categorize those as the same thing. So I think that their, their arguments a little hollow there.
2: Oh, absolutely. It's hollow. And, but to imagine, you know, you start talking about uh, the the millions and millions of dollars that are spent in a campaign year, and that this guy every minute he stays on the ballot means that tax write offs and and people's uh, dedication uh, go toward a con artist. Uh, and in fact, wasn't it? Uh, it was. I'm trying to remember if it was a 2000 election or, excuse me, 2020 election. That actually got up to two billion dollars that was spent, and uh, so you start looking at that amount of money uh, and and that amount of airtime and dedication and discussion of you know topics, uh, all because you know the weasel word, you know this guy, and what's even worse, you know the lawyers that have got the they've they're not going to get paid. Right. Uh, Donald Trump doesn't pay his lawyers they're, lawyer after lawyer is, is uh, hitting him up for a uh, back pay and they're not going to get paid and they're going to lose their reputation because they've got the gall to tell the Supreme Court of Minnesota and the Colorado attorney general that support doesn't mean support and supporting the constitution. The guy is a traitor. I mean, he, 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 there's just no other way around it. The guy has, I don't know if you've ever studied people like Mata Hari and, you know, some of the famous spies of, you know, World War I, World War II. But people that owned hotels uh, were the ones that were able to spy on, on the, you know, the traffic that came through them. Yeah. And they were they facilitated the spying operations, uh, you know, for both sides. And Donald Trump's had, uh, uh, hotels and you know Trump Towers and whatnot were filled with not only spies but organized crime. And uh, they they talk about the one down in uh, not it's not Mar-a-Lago, I think it was um, uh, not Jacksonville, Florida. There was one of the uh, Florida hotels, two thirds of the people that bought the condos in there were organized crime figures from Russia. And, um, he, it, it, it's, it, can you imagine being one, uh, a person who bought one of those condos and you weren't organized crime and all of your neighbors are, I mean, it just, it's profound.
1: Um, uh, it's like, bit, it's like that yeah. neighborhood in that uh, that Steve Martin comedy My Blue Heaven, where it's all mobsters that are in the witness protection program. I gotta just hold you there because yeah. I got some other callers I want to get to before the break. But I will say yeah, this yeah. for for the lawyers, like for them, I think they know going into this that they're probably not going to get paid, and of course they're going to try to get paid. Why wouldn't you? But they know that they're going to get the book deals, the TV appearances, the you know CNN legal, senior legal correspondent type role, so they'll they'll make out from it. Uh thank you for I the call. Don't know. Yeah. All right, you have a good day. Good luck with it. Yeah. And right. uh let's uh go to this line here. Good morning, you're next on WBSM. What's shaking playboy? How you doing Lamone? Pretty good. Kinda of
0: sound like what Art did to me a couple of times. Um like when I was talking to Linda Linda up there at, at his estate. When I was on the phone up there talking to her online, went over the over the air back in that. Or like in the mid '90s, and I turned around, and he was gone, and I was like, "What are do you doing?" Like, he <laughs> you, you walked, you walked away <laughs> while you were on the phone. Yeah, well, I was, he was like, "Well, I had the air, but my 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 headphones on, so yeah." But I mean, I looked, I was like, I looked at you, like, right, you know, the the he was gone. I was like, jeez. I was thinking, like, okay, where's David Copperfield, Dad? Did he come in here and make him disappear? Like he did with the, the Statue of Liberty. Remember, they did, did you oh, yeah. Know they did well,
1: Lamone, I think a lot of people kind of walk away from, from the radio when, <laughs> when you're on. Remember the time Actually, you and they, Juan called in to, to Midnight in the Desert and you were talking about wrestling and Keith and Michelle Juan, went to sleep?
0: Yeah, they did. They were he was, Me and him were Juan gone, so that was off the hook. That was fun. That was back in the days. Well, yeah, that's that's sad. We used to have more of you, but then again, you know, we don't have as much of you as well. You're, you're locally, you got more time, more daily of you. Not as much time as we'd like, but more to have more time with you. I guess I guess your your home area needs you more than, than the rest of the paranormal and, and the rest of the world
1: do. Yeah, I gotta I gotta well, work more, and it was it was rough staying up for four hours every night and then getting up and working a full time job.
0: I know. And this, not to mention when you were cooking too, you were burning things. I heard, heard that you were burning. Things would come up missing. I heard that flavor was So you your hot to one time.
1: That was on purpose. I
0: oh, oh, I thought look, yeah, I was looking for a tan. Man. I hate something that happened.
1: No, no, I just well, burned 100%. people's food because they annoyed me.
0: Well, well, I'm glad I did. I'm glad I haven't eaten your food yet. So I don't ignore you. I think, I think I, I'm, I'm something, something like that's, that's, it makes you embolden and make you feel a little bit better about the world, you know. The, and you know, I think everybody should have at least one friend of a different ethnicity than they are themselves. I Think that everyone should have one. And you know, learn learn all you can about them. Be respectful to whatever wherever they come from. And ask them, like I said, for instance, just for instance, I've got friends that are that are from China, from China and in Japan. I used to live in Japan. So you'd ask yourself, what is the difference between, like, Chinese and Oriental? Now, that, that's something that Oriental used use, the, the word used most often back in the day. It's Oriental this, or, yeah. Well,
1: but, yeah, because they referred the, to that area as the Orient.
0: Yes, but, but who, who's from the Orient? Who, where's the Orient? It's, it's supposed to be, is Japan part of the Orient? Is is Vietnam part of the Orient? You know, China's supposed to be part of the Orient. It's Korea it's like all these other places what well, would be considered Orient literally but nowadays yeah, it, you would think some people I don't think anybody takes it it takes it as a as a something off upsetting or something like that or downgrading you know I know like a lot of people don't like to be called Hispanic or they're Latino you know that they get angry about that they say oh no i'm i'm i'm'm I'm original Latino. they don't like to hear don't call hispanic
1: yeah because a lot of these names like- a lot of these names don't don't recognize you know, the individual identities of where they might come from. It's too much of a broad brush.
0: And that's, sad. well, that's good. The broader the brush, the wider the stroke. And so just think just think that, I, I think that every, it's good. The more people you could put into a certain category without being offensive and, being, and, and enjoying them as people and what they could bring to the table, and that's what's wrong with that. I don't see anything wrong with
1: that. Hell no. Well, from your, from your approach, it makes sense. I'm going to just hold you there, Lamone, because i got to take a break before the news. But thank you for the call. Okay,
0: take, take a playboy. One
1: thing, how far are you away from Quebec? Oh, quite a while. About uh, 8 to 10 hours, I believe.
0: Yeah, that's still rather, rather close. You feel like maybe 300 miles?
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. I know I'd have to go up, up through Maine and, no, up through uh, upstate New York. So um, I know I'm about five hours, six hours from Albany.
0: There's, there's something's going to happen within the next, let's say, within the next week up in that area.
1: Look to the sky, maybe
0: to the Earth. Uh-oh, the monster, Oh, maybe something in the sky. I'm back in effect again, player.
1: All right. Well, let's like, let let's hope that it's something that is not too bad. And thank you for the call. You have a good day.
0: Let's go, Dallas Cowboys.
1: Uh, well, All right. Uh, I mean. I just called him Lamon Sadramas, but, he, you know, he's, he's a Cowboys fan, so he knows that not all dreams come true. 508-996-0500. We'll be right back after a quick show. It is time now to go into the newsroom with Ariel Dorsey.
3: A former attorney for Donald Trump has testified against the former president in the Georgia election interference case. Jenna Ellis told prosecutors Trump was not going to leave the White House in 2021, no matter what. President Biden will meet face to face with Chinese president in San Francisco Wednesday. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan told reporters Monday the two leaders will discuss some of the most fundamental elements in the relationship between Washington and Beijing. House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries is suggesting Democrats could support the Republicans' Stop Gap Gap Bill to prevent a government shutdown this Friday. Over the weekend, House Speaker Mike Johnson laid out a divisive short-term plan to extend government funding through February. On Monday, Jeffries sent a letter to all House Democrats saying, We are carefully evaluating the proposal set forth by Republican leadership and discussing it with members. New consumer price numbers will be out this morning, and analysts expect they'll show inflation is cooling. The consensus is that prices rose a tenth of a percent in October over September and 3.3 percent over the same time last year. The report will factor heavily into the Federal Reserve's next decision on interest rates. The Denver Broncos got past the Bills 24-22 on Monday Night Football at Highmark Stadium. The Broncos improved to 4 and 5 with the win as Buffalo dropped to 5 and 5 on the season. A FedEx worker in Delaware is accused of stealing more than $99,000 worth of coins from a package. WPVI TV reports police say they found the stolen coins when they executed a search warrant at the Wilmington home of 27-year-old Jordan Hamilton. And McDonald's is releasing custom-designed Crocs. The clogs will cost between $70 and $75 and drop on Tuesday. The companies are teaming up to offer Crocs based on the mascots Grimace, Hamburglar, and Birdie, as well as a classic red and yellow colorway. There are also matching socks for each pair for $20. They'll be available at Crocs retail locations and wholesale partners. In sports, the Celtics extended their winning streak to three games after blowing out the Knicks 114-98. to Jason Tatum led all scorers with 35 points to go along with six rebounds and seven assists. Jalen Brown chipped in with 22 points, and Kristaps Porzingis scored 21 of his own. Tomorrow night, Boston will visit the Philadelphia 76ers at Wells Fargo Center. The Patriots are moving on from a young member of their secondary and has waived second-year cornerback Jack Jones. Jones was noticeably disengaged with his teammates during their loss to the Indianapolis Colts in Germany. He was seen sitting on the bench with a towel draped over his head while other reserves stood on the sideline ready to play. On November 4th, Jones had also missed a curfew the night before the Pats played the Washington Commanders. The Patriots are currently last in the AFC East with a record of 2-8. and eight. And after falling to the Montreal Canadiens on Saturday, Boston is visiting the Buffalo Sabres tonight. It will be the first of three meetings between the Bees and Sabres during the regular season. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6. We're seeing some patchy fog out
4: there, especially to the north from Pawtucket to the airport. Visibility at times down to zero, so just be careful out there. Take it easy. And also areas of ice. Be careful if you see that the road looks wet, that may be black ice. Temperatures around 30s today. Cool and breezy mix of sun and clouds for the afternoon. And then overnight, mostly clear around 30 once again. Sunny in the upper 40s for this Thursday. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci Del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM.
3: I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. We come on this
1: Come back in. That's that's one of my favorite Beach Boy songs. And ironically, Brian Wilson didn't want to record that song. He was not because it was done previously by the Kingston Trio, and he was not a folk music fan. He wasn't a fan of the Kingston Trio, but Al Jardine was. And when Al Jardine brought up wanting to record that song, and he said, "Hey, I think we could do a great version of this," you know, with our harmonies. And uh, Brian Wilson was like, "Nah, eh, I don't really like the Kingston Trio." And the thought process was that it was a three chord song that wasn't going to work. So Al Jardine worked out a new arrangement with a, an extra chord, and then um, was able to convince Brian Wilson to do it. And Brian Wilson changed some of the lyrics to make it a little bit more of their own. And because it was a, it was actually not just a Kingston Trio song; it's by Bi- it's a Bahamian folk song. So it comes from the Bahamas, from Nassau. And at the time of their recording of it. Uh, for pet sounds it was probably a 50 year old song at that point so it I think it was from 1915 so you've got and I I have a friend uh, when I was in high school who was from the Bahamas and he told me all about you know that that, that was a folk song that people would sing before it was a beach boy song so uh, anyway the important thing is if you want to hear the beach boys sing that You can win tickets to see them. They will be performing Thursday night at the Providence Performing Arts Center. Tickets are still available at ppacri.org or by calling 401-421-ARTS. But if you would like to try to win tickets, go to wbsm.com or the WBSM app, and you'll see the option there to win Beach Boys tickets. Enter in all your information, and we're going to pick two winners this morning. They'll be our final two winners because we had four pairs of tickets. We did two pair yesterday, two pair today. That way there you have enough time to pick them up. So if you uh, if you are announced as the winner, make sure you pay attention to your email because you've only got a couple of days to come and pick up those tickets so you can see the Beach Boys at the pack And if you want to see some great comedy on Sunday at the Vets, the Veterans Memorial Auditorium in Providence, we will have uh, Chelsea Handler tickets to give away as well. And just got word yesterday of another great show that we're going to be able to offer tickets to you for another comedy show So we are getting so many tickets in I love it I love being able to give this stuff away And uh, who knows Maybe we can grab a pair of tickets to something And bring them with us to the listener meet and greet I know I said it's not going to be a station event I don't want it to be a station event But maybe maybe we'll do a little something where If you have the WBSM app And you show us that you have the app You'll get entered in to win a pair of tickets And we'll draw a winner right there so, another reason to come on out next Tuesday from 5 to 8 at Knuckleheads. Let's go to the phones 508 996 0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM.
5: Hey, good morning, Tim. How's it going? Not too bad. A couple of years back, Phil used to have a show every morning. I don't know if he had it every morning. It was a contest where they'd ask the audience a question mm-hmm. and people called in and got free pizza. And, uh, you got to do that again. I got to think about doing that again, maybe or something to that. Effect. I, I won a few pizzas from that. It was, it was a lot of fun. I thought the,
1: the, but, the and, big advantage of that is that Casey handled all of that. And, and now Casey's role has changed. So she's not around in the mornings to help out with that. And, and of course she's not around now at all. Cause she just had a oh, baby. Right. So,
5: Oh, right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, Hey, the other day you were talking about a medication that was actually designed for diabetics, but it helps people lose weight. Mm-hmm. And I had a friend who, uh, I mean, he, uh, he, was way over. He became way overweight, and uh, he had to have a, a knee replacement. And he ended up uh, getting on. They put him on that, and he lost a hundred pounds in a short period of time. Time, and was able to get his knees replaced from that. Um, but uh, and, and you were talking about that, but it was actually designed for diabetics, correct?
1: It was. So I, I take Munjaro and that was it's. It's one of the drugs that was designed for diabetes. That and Ozempic, and now they've both been approved for weight loss use. The, um, the Ozempic has now become uh, Wagovi, is the weight loss version of that, and the soon-to-be-released weight loss version of Munjaro is called ZepBound.
5: Gotcha. And they've both been, they've both been approved,
1: huh? They've both been approved yeah. by the FDA, yeah.
5: Now, are you diabetic type 1
1: or type 2? Uh, type 2, but type now two, I'm yeah. just barely borderline. Um, by the time I go back in February for my next blood work, I may not even be diabetic anymore.
5: Fantastic! Wow. Yeah, my t- my son's type one, and that's that's a miserable thing to go through. Mm. And uh, he has a monitor on him all the time now, too, which helps. And um, but he's got; he, she has to put it. He's still shooting insulin into him every day, several times a day, just to balance out. And then if, and then sometimes when your blood sugar gets too low, you've got to throw a lot of sugar in your body, too, you know?
1: Yeah, but, but then you've got to be careful that you don't overdo it, and it's, it's, yeah, like you said, it's such a tough balance to maintain. It
5: really is a tough balance, act. It's, not a, it's definitely a miserable situation to be going through. I'm glad I don't have to go through it, and I feel sorry for anybody who does have to go through it. But uh, So was that type 1, was that, that medication designed for people who are a type 2 diabetic or type 1 diabetic or both?
1: uh type 2 diabetic because it's 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 all about it's all about um how it, how it breaks down the food and yeah. how it makes you feel full and so it's really designed to keep people from from really more than anything having to eat a bunch of carbs because why do we eat carbs because we're hungry and it fills the hole and mm. so this actually helps with that because you feel full all the time and as as i've said you know i take the shot on friday nights because when they when you originally started taking it, they tell you you may have some side effects, so take it at a time when if you're going to be sick the next day, it won't be a big deal. So I started taking it on Friday nights because I have Saturdays off. So if I felt sick, it wouldn't be a big deal. And um, I have to remember to eat on on Saturday and Sunday sometimes because I'm just not hungry. Really? Yeah,
5: that's interesting. That's really. You know, it's funny. I've had a, I had an injury years ago. I lost smell and taste from it. And because of that, smell and taste both activate your appetite for the most part. Mm-hmm. And and I lost I lost weight, not intentionally, but I just I, I wasn't eating as much because I was hardly ever hungry, it seemed like. Or, I was hungry, but you wouldn't even know it. But I uh, I had to force, as years went on, I had to force myself to eat three meals a day just to put weight back on because I got too skinny. And I had to force myself, and once I forced myself to do that, then... Of course, you couldn't. Then you couldn't stop eating after a while, which was no good either as well. But, but um, if you don't feel hungry, you don't know, know you're hungry, and and definitely smell would act activate all those senses to eat more food, and and it would definitely increase your appetite too as well. But without that, it would be, uh, you know, eat, I wouldn't eat that much at all, you know, and and you got to watch it on both ends. You just start eating too much, and you just can't get rid of the weight. It's harder to get rid of it when you stop putting it on. That's for sure.
1: Well, I, I mean, I was ruled by thinking about food. Like I would get up and be like, okay, when can I eat? Then I would think about, all right, what am I going to have for lunch? Or what am I going to have for bre- for dinner? And I would be, you know, I'd be in the middle of eating my lunch, already thinking about what I was going to have for dinner because I was just like kind of ruled by food. And now like yesterday, and, and I wouldn't be able to handle being hungry. That was, that was a problem. And yesterday I got off the air. I, an hour, maybe an hour and a half after I got off the air, I went next door and got a meal replacement shake, had that. And then I was out, I had a doctor's appointment. So I went and did that and I'm like, gee, I haven't eaten anything. And I was like, you know what? I have some leftovers in the fridge that I'm going to have for dinner and I'm not going to worry about eating until it's time to sit down and eat that. And even though I felt hungry, I was able to just ignore that and and then wait until, you know, I think it was like maybe uh, 6.30, 7 o'clock when I sat down to eat and I was fine. And then, you know, I ate just a small portion of food and never thought about food again for the rest of the night
5: it's amazing it's it, it, it changes the way you actually think which is great in many ways you know and uh to control that that's, which, uh, which is that's, what
1: you need it's not you don't physically need the food you don't physically crave the food like you think you do it's the mental aspect of it
5: uh, no absolutely it does control, it's another another form of addiction it really is mm-hmm. you know and uh and and people like and i i would a lot of times i binge eat you know what I mean I wouldn't sit down and make meals I would but I would binge eat, which was so unhealthy and so bad and and i was i I was pretty thin most of my life, and then of course, when things start to slow down, you know it you just you could eat you can't eat it like and and burn it off anymore, <laughs> it took me a long time to figure that one out you
1: know and, and that, that's I, a, well, I had to learn to eat with my stomach and not with my my brain or with my eyes yeah. that there's a difference I, 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 between yeah. being full and being stuffed
5: oh. It certainly is it certainly is and 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 yeah and it's like some like a lot of times i would eat and i until i couldn't eat anymore and then i would just sit down and watch and just wait a little bit and and then i need some more which i didn't need it but i but i had room for it you know so i so i wolfed some more down which is really bad but uh it certainly is a process and i'm glad to hear that it's working for you keep up the good work man good day
1: Thank you very much. You as well. And uh, let's take another call here before we have to take a break. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, Tim.
4: How you doing? Most I'm just hanging in. Most of us live to eat instead of eating to live.
1: Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. If, it, you know, if going out and being a foodie is your hobby and cooking is something that you love to do, absolutely. But it's just, you know, you've got to do it in moderation. Otherwise, you get to the point like I was where I just ate so much that that hole just becomes too big to fill all the time, and you know and i i ruined ruined my appetite by making it so voracious that i I could never be satisfied
4: you know what I did once I counted fat grams and worked out, and I read a lot of books that were um about weight you know and and health mm-hmm. and I did it mentally it's really it really starts in your mind you have to fight yourself out if you don't take a, a thing like you're on you know what i mean it, it, and then once you and you also have to do exercise with it, right, and then um, then make it a lifestyle. but I did really good at one point when I was a lot younger, and but I said'm not I, I didn't even eat pizza and I'm, I used to eat the rice cakes, and I said, "What am I doing? I'm not even going to go modeling or go to Hollywood and I'm, and I do like to eat because I don't smoke cigarettes
1: right find you know? find the balance of what works for you and you know just be responsible with it know that if you if you're going to have pizza on friday you know don't have pizza again on sunday
4: yeah and then when you get a little older you just really don't you don't really care that much you know but um about what you look like really um but the thing is i think cuz i worked out when i was younger And I was very um, conscious of all that. But I always liked to eat because my grandmother was a homemade cook. She was always cooking from scratch. And I was on her apron strings. I I liked it more than my sisters. Anyway, um, I just now, because of what what I did when I was younger, I think it it, um, helped me as I got older. But I just walk now.
3: I
1: think anything yeah. anything is good. You know, anything that you can do helps.
4: Tim, can you give me the address for Knuckleheads? Because I don't know the exact address. Is it MacArthur
1: Drive? It is. It's 85 MacArthur Drive.
4: I thought it was MacArthur Drive. 85? Yep. Okay.
1: So we'll see All you there right. on Tuesday?
4: Yeah, I'm going to go. And anyways, you said it's 5 to 8?
1: 5 to 8, yep.
4: All right. Where's your friend? I haven't heard him lately.
1: Which one, Lamone? Yeah.
4: He called in earlier,
1: yeah. <laughs> Don't say his name two more times. He'll pu- he'll show up like Beetlejuice. <laughs> okay,
4: I'll talk to
1: you soon. Have a good day.
4: Bye,
1: you too. 508-996-0500. We'll be back in just a few moments. Welcome back in Say Today. They're not open today. But tomorrow, if you're looking for something delicious, if you're looking for a fantastic meal, let me tell you about one of the specials they're going to have tomorrow at Alianza Restaurant on Cove Street in New Bedford. Tomorrow, their daily special is, I'm going to probably butcher this pronunciation, Lulis Rashiadas. But what that is, it's chorizo Stuffed Squid. Tell me that doesn't sound absolutely fantastic. One of the many great specials that they have there is Every day they have a different special. So always something that you can enjoy at Alianza, in addition to all the regular great things they have on their menu. But what you might not be thinking about when it comes to Alianza is having your holiday party there. We've done it. We've had our holiday party for Town Square Media there, and it was fantastic. The food was incredible. The staff, as you know, is amazing over there at Alianza. And so it's not too late to book your holiday party. They still have some dates available. And don't forget, too, that in December, Santa makes his annual visit to Alianza. So really, it's a great place to get ready to celebrate your holidays, in addition to being able to have a fantastic meal any day of the year. So check them out. Alianza, they're located at 98 Cove Street in New Bedford. If you want to find out more about booking your holiday party, you can go to their website, alianzarestaurant.com. Or you can email them, Alianza Restaurant at gmail.com. But uh, I would recommend following them on Facebook so you can get those daily specials every day and make sure you get to them now so that you can book your holiday party before all those dates are filled up. If you want to have a party people are going to be talking about for years to come? Have it at Alianza Restaurant in New Bedford. Tom. Um.